admiring your handiwork? Touring the riot scene. Gravely assessing the devastation. Upstanding mayor stuff. You're not the mayor. Things change. What do you want? Ah, the direct approach. I admire that in a man with a mask. <laughs> you don't really think you'll win, do you? Things change. Hey, hey, what's up? It's the Zisu back again. East Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting, sports, and everything entertainment. And this is another ESP Rewind. Before I go any further, it's the Nez. Yo, what's up, everybody? I did it again. That's oh, all right, wait. man. <laughs> it's okay. You guys <laughs> caught it the last time. I did say ESPN. But anyway. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, tonight we're coming at you. We're still gearing up for the new Flash film. Hold your grunts. I know people are still mad at uh, Ezra Miller, but uh, if you guys listened to the last one, thank you. We're giving you uh, the next film in uh, Tim Burton's Batman. No, he only did two movies. He didn't do a trilogy. Anyway, Batman Returns. From the sewers of Gotham, a new villain emerges. You didn't invite me, so I crashed! From the rooftops of Gotham, the perfect enemy comes to life. Oh, Hear me roar. Yeah. And the only one who can save this city is a creature of the night. While she craves a romance she can sink her claws into, he plots a foul reign of destruction. My dear penguins, the time has come to punish all of Gotham! Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer. Above Gotham looms its greatest hero. Batman returns on June 19th. Yeah. Real quick, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Pop Goes the Movie. She, we talked about her uh, during uh, on Instagram during the the Oscar previews. You saw all the movies, she saw the movies. I just noticed uh, on her Instagram the other day, she got to see The Flash already in theaters uh, during a screener on May 22nd. So, uh, yeah, she got to see it uh, a while back now. <laughs> all right, man, but I don't know if I'm going to go Thursday. Who knows? I don't know. I, I haven't even checked times or anything. But I got uh, I got stuff going on all weekend, so I'm not sure when I'll be able to get to it. But I'll get to it. But Batman Returns, Tim Burton. 
1992 action adventure PG-13. A monstrous penguin who lives in the sewers beneath Gotham joins up with wicked, oh, excuse me, shock-headed businessman Max Shirik. I think that was his name. I don't know. The Shrek. Shrek. Oh, Max Shrek. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, To topple the Batman once and for all. But when Shrek's timid assistant, Selena Kyle, finds out that Shrek tries to kill her, she is transformed into the sexy Catwoman. She teams up with the Penguin and Shrek to destroy Batman, but sparks fly unexpectedly when she confronts the Caped Crusader. Did she really team up with the Penguin? For Did yeah, it? there's a for little like bit. a second. Yeah, <laughs> there's a small alliance. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't uh, much, but. Batman Returns stars returning Tim Tim Burton, um, <laughs> Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman, Christopher Walken, Academy Award winner, uh, Academy Award winner as well, Michael Keaton, um, Christopher Walken as Max Shrek, uh, Frank, uh, Danny DeVito as Oswald Cobblepot, a.k.a. AKA Penguin, uh, the beautiful Michelle Pfeiffer. As Selena Kyle slash Catwoman. Returning Michael Groh as Alfred Pennyworth. Um, who else? Uh, Michael Murphy as the mayor. Uh, Leatherface. Well, one of the guys that played Leatherface. Andrew Brynanski. I think that's it. Brynanski. I don't know. He plays Chip. He was uh, Max's son. Uh, Christy Conway. Pat Hengel as Commissioner Gordon. He came back. Um, Vincent, oh, she played. The, he was just an organ grinder, but he was in a bunch of things. Uh, Jan Hook, she played Jen. She was also in uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Uh, the great Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee-wee Herman. He's uh, Mr. Cobblepot, I guess. <laughs> and um, uh, Simone, she was from... Uh, from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Uh, Diane Salinger. Salinger, I think that's her name. Uh, she was also, she, yeah, Simone from uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. A Branscombe Richmond. You guys remember him from, uh, what was that show? Renegade. He was a slash native character in it, but... Zisu, Batman Returns. What did you think of this one? Oh, yeah. Big fan of it. Just like I was a big fan of the uh, the first one. Um, you know, back then, uh, this one. So, yeah, what was I? It was 10 for the first one. So, I was 13 for this one in 92. Uh, I think this is right before... We moved from the Bay Area up to the Reno area sparks for uh, my high school years. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw this uh, in uh, Berkeley, I think. Um, I don't think, you know, as their opening day, it might have been opening weekend, though. If I can remember back that far, I know I did see it very uh, close to when it came out, and yeah, um, huge fan. Obviously, I loved it. Uh, Keaton as my 
Batman. It was very formative, and especially through the years, this was one. Uh, I it's hard to say which one I watch more. It's probably uh, Batman, but uh, I did watch this like a ton through the years, especially uh, in the late '90s, a lot on. Uh, VHS, <laughs> I'd have it on a lot uh, then. So, yeah, obviously, and it's uh, my favorite version of, of Penguin. DeVito so unique. Uh, love uh, Pfeiffer's take on uh, Catwoman, and actually, uh, how can you not love uh, Walken's Shrek? So, uh, a lot to love it uh, about this one for me. Um. I didn't really get in. I didn't care for this one at all. Just as <laughs> this one was uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, she was awesome. Danny DeVito, amazing actor. Hashtag not my penguin. Burgess the best Meredith. penguin. Burgess the best Meredith penguin. is the only penguin. Uh, everyone else are <laughs> cosplayers. Um, Julie Newmar is my Catwoman, but uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is is coming in hot. Uh, this is as by number far two. the most unique penguin too, and you compare him to the the uh, OG TV version to Colin Farrell's. This is so he's so unique. It's so one of a kind. That's why I I not just because Keaton's the Batman here, but I just love how he. There's no penguin like this penguin. This is stupid. They turned him into a monster, which was dumb. Also, Cobble awesome. Pop was he was he human? He wasn't no half penguin, whatever the hell he was. But with that but it being makes said, sense. It no, makes it doesn't. Sense. Like he's stupid. like discarded, and no. then the penguins find him, and he's raised in the 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 traveling circus. Um, he would have died down there. Thrown well, no, in, getting no, thrown I mean, in that cold the water. The penguins didn't raise him his whole life. The the traveling circus did. He would have he would have froze to death before they even found him. Uh, this is technically a Christmas food film. <laughs> it <laughs> so. is. That's what I was about to say. A lot of the, because we talk about this a lot on the, the cast, especially in the Christmas month, we talk about Christmas movies that aren't necessarily Christmas movies. And this is always on the list. The Batman Returns is always on the list. <laughs> but I mean, again, I, like I said, with the first film, I love the sets in it, uh, putting it in the holiday season, adding the snow. Uh, in Gotham, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I mean, the Penguins gang, this whole crew of scary clowns, I thought that was cool. The way Michelle Pfeiffer looked, oh, awesome. Do- totally different take on uh, the Catwoman. And uh, I liked, uh, they also did that little twist of her dying and then coming back uh, and then becoming this this crazy uh, woman as as uh, as the Catwoman. Yeah, um, Selena like, Kyle. Even, even if you know, you know, Catwoman and you know some of the bound, like I remember that, like, you know, and you got to remember I'm 13, but I really got to remember that actually really surprised me when walking, like, shoved her out the window like that. Like, I, I remember being like, damn, I, I was shocked. <laughs> Christopher Walken was the best one in this. He's amazing. Oh, yeah. And so good. everything. He's he's awesome as a bad guy. I loved the way he looked and how ruthless he was. Yep. If anything, that's the penguin. He <laughs> he was the penguin was ruthless. Not this crazy sex fiend monster. I was like, ah, oh, come on, but you're killing he's, me here. Devito is so awesome. Like 
I've got it on in the background right now. And the scene where like when, when Walken brings him down to see all these people and he's like to munching on the fish and stuff like, Oh man, it's just so unique. Like that's not the penguin. I love, this is my favorite. And then he freaking bites the dude's nose off. Like, yeah, he's so raw. He's not this penguin. No, no. He's the trash man, Frank from, uh, from sunny in Philly. This is like the trash man. (laughs) <laughs> oh, this is this is dumb. This is. Uh, I liked how he looked. He looked cool. He's like like a little monster guy. But no, that's uh, that's not the penguin. What I grew up reading in the comic books and what I got to see on on the TV show and everything, I was like, ah, oh, come you on, what, what are you trying to do in this here? one? He is like, like that. Just the the nose biting scene alone. He's just a he, he that, this is this is not the penguin. This is not the penguin. He, he was never like this. I'm glad that they brought him back in uh, this last Batman, the Batman. How that? Just some ruthless gangster-looking dude. They didn't need oh, to make like him the, all like this one. hideous monster. I, mean, I can't wait for that TV show, like I said on the last episode. So, man, I was just like, ah, come on. This this is, for me, this is top-notch penguin penguin can't get any better than devito here no pff, he's like bottomless penguin i mean it's burgess <laughs> meredith then there's colin farrell and then this fool and all the other ones that we've had yeah. uh, and anim- animated style but i mean they had a regular pop they made for him a couple years ago and then last summer um they one of the san diego comic-con exclusives was him in the duck boat and that was one of my favorite pops of the year if you follow me on instagram at the zisu you see at the end of every year i do a top 10 list and uh yeah just just based on uh who he is as a character and it's a super cool pop he's in the the duck boat ride and he's got the uh penguin missiles in the back of it <laughs> all right that's another thing with the duck boat it looked cool and i did like the pop but the scene when he was coming up with the baby out of the sewer, oh, he, yeah. he's in the That's duck boat. Weird. He's coming up, and then yeah. next thing you know, he's coming out. I was like, yeah, come on. But it hey, really this stands just, out. It that does yeah. stand out. like because you're like, wait, what the hell? Like it's like a little manhole, and this whole duck boat is. I'd rather. The, I'd rather if they like blew up for some reason, and then the whole it would have been all, more awesome if it, the whole duck boat came up. And then he came out and stepped into it. But the things that I did like, I did like the 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 use of real penguins as well as the animatronic ones uh, towards the end uh, when they came out and they all had missiles and everything. I loved that part. I, th- I thought that was cool to arm penguins to come out there and shoot missiles and, and everything. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Um, to One me, thing I don't was- one thing I don't want to forget, for because we mentioned this last pod when we talked about regular Batman, how the Batmobile could only go straight. Interestingly, after you noted that in that one, I noted in this one, um, during the, its first appearance, it does that uh, like bottom turret thing where it lifts itself up and turns around. And then uh, the scene right before we started recording that I have it on about midway through the film, it actually makes a nice, smooth left turn. Like they actually, they obviously refined it between the films because it made a real nice left turn. 
<laughs> it's like it's like they had more room in this Gotham City because yeah. maybe they re- they may- they realized look we didn't they couldn't do much in the last one because the streets were too narrow. Maybe they, it looks like they widened up the streets in this one and they made it do a little bit more other than that little 360 turn. But yeah, I noticed that too that, yep. that it was doing a little bit more. Yeah, they probably said, "Hey man, we got to they got to turn. Yeah, got to do a little more. Uh, give it a little more spotlight than just how it looks. Um, I wanted more Batman uh, vehicles. We didn't get it. We only got the the Batmobile. We didn't get the the Batwing or anything else. Um, but overall, I mean, I really love the setting, the score. Danny Elfman, I believe he's the one that did it again. Yep, yep. Uh, he yep. did. Um, the music amazing. Uh, I loved it. Uh, not Prince, but it's still uh, right. a really good um, score for the film. And I, I like that he kept it really dark. There's like not really any bright sun day daytime scenes. The only daytime scene we got in the uh, first one was um, when uh, Joker uh, appeared to at that little press conference thing, but. This one, again, to me, this movie was more about Penguin. It wasn't really about Batman. Batman was just like there. It was mainly about him because the story starts out is when we see Pee Wee and Simone. That's all I see in Paul Rubin. He's an actor, but that's all I see is Pee Wee. Um, I Pee-wee. love that he did that though. I love that he did that. <laughs> my my brother caught it with the first time we saw this. Uh, I didn't. I, we saw it at the Oaks Theater on Solano. In Berkeley, uh, at the top, we saw we wow. saw it up there. I, I might have seen it at the same one. Isn't that crazy? What if we're in the same theater? That'd I be- saw it the, later <laughs> in its run. They were they were about oh, to gank. Okay, that's what oh, we okay. saw. That'd be definitely I, didn't see it at the same time. <laughs> I wasn't rushing out to see it. <laughs> I was rushing. <laughs> I didn't. I waited. My brother was like, "Come on, let's go see it." So I took him. Uh, I remember oh, that. Thing- before we get too far away from it you mentioned the music it's interesting that batman had the print soundtrack huge huge thing and they didn't really i there wasn't really a soundtrack moment for this one um it doesn't stand at all which is interesting because when we get uh eventually next uh batman forever that was like one of the hugest soundtracks of all time that had like what kiss from a rose it had that u2 song it had uh the riddler method man it had like the the, all three of those songs were like huge on the radio so it was interesting that returns didn't really have like a song like bat dance or kiss from a rose (laughs) i think since the first one did so big they didn't really need didn't need anything to yeah to hype it up like ah, we we don't we we don't need it <laughs> we already got this one that's that and everyone they, loves i mean but and they tripled down for batman forever like i said those three songs were like huge the you two kiss me kill me and the kiss from a rose obviously nothing bigger than that and then uh yeah uh the riddler method man 
Yeah, I'm looking at at the Batman Forever one. I think Kiss from a Rose was probably the biggest yeah. hit off that, of that. The I mean, YouTube you, song was big when it was out, though. Like, that was, like, ever. But how, how often do you hear that on the radio? It didn't last. Yeah. Like, at the time, it was big. Yeah, it was big then. I mean, I still like that song now, but Kiss from a Rose, uh, out of... Uh, well, Smash It Up, I already had that before. Smash It Up, The Offspring, it was cool that that was on there. Um, but Kiss from a Rose, that's something you, you hear on the radio. You may hear it in uh, elevator music form or walking around in the mall or walking Method. around in Walmart. Method Man I mean, was biggest for me, but that also had the the smallest, obviously, audience. It was the hip-hop audience that was loving uh, the rhythm. But all three of them had uh, singles, tape and CD singles. So Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, this had it, it had a lot of hits, even if the ones that weren't hits. But there was the song like "Tell Me Now," the Mazzy Star one. You knew that, or even uh, "One Time Too Many," PJ Harvey song. Right. I don't remember the Brandy song. I'm gonna have to listen to that one. But there was there was a lot of songs on this. The three or the two hits, uh, the U2 and the the Seal one. Those are the ones that um, that were pushed the most because that U2 video came out and everyone was, oh my god, I don't even remember when that was in the movie. <laughs> so yeah. I haven't seen oh Batman forever in a while, but I have to check that one. But out. Like I said, Riddler, that was pushed too. They had the tape and the CD single. It was on the hip hop charts, you know, I don't even, I need to hear it. I don't even remember that one. See the other two, just down, the titles. Down, 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 I just down, remember. Down. Yeah. But like I said, this one was more, this film was just about the penguin, uh, Oswald Cobblepot, because like we said, Pee Wee and Simone, they, uh, have him, and they're just horrified that they never really explained why he was so little hideous monster. I did like the part when he was uh, when he was a baby, and they had him in that cage, and he uh, ate the cat. Um, and then they <laughs> and just they, and they look at each other, and they just whatever, like continue to sip. They like cheers or something. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, they were like, whatever. So then they this this part was brutal, man. They murdered their kid basically right they, they took him out into the cold who knows what temperature weather and threw him in the ice water and then he floated down into the into the sewers and became who he was i like that the beginning was probably my favorite part i mean i liked how it started and then it rolls right into the credits as we see the penguins little uh, little carriage thing just floating along for some reason it's uh water resistant and can float but anyway so it goes down there, and then when it stops, you see the penguins come uh, waddling over to it, and then flash forward however many years, and this is when we see. I think it was like thirty years or something. Yeah, we flash forward into it, and then we see what's going on in Gotham. We see that um, Max, uh, what's Shrekle or Shrek? Max Shrek. He's <laughs> he's just taken over, uh, basically Gotham. He's the huge, uh, the big wig. Of Gotham, I mean, but you still got the the police and the mayor and everybody, but he's the one trying to keep his um, his corporation going. Um, was he a part of the 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 Cobblepot organization or whatever? Was he running something for them? Uh, I, I think I there might remember. have been detail in there. I, yeah, like I said, I I can't. 100% remember, and I just had it on, too. <laughs> because I, he's I the one... There was a connection. 
there there was rumors of the this 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 penguin man in the sewers, but nobody really seen it, and Batman didn't really put that in a high priority because then when uh, Shrek is trying to do his thing, this is when um, he uh, has all his little clown people spring into action and uh, tear apart. Uh, the, the little uh, shinding that was going on and, and Max runs or Shrek runs off and he goes around the corner and he stands on a man or a little uh, sewer grate and then he goes falling through that and this is when he's uh, he, he wakes up and he's introduced to uh, the penguin so I mean that's when he's kind of just he wakes up and he sees all these scary clowns of anything that would have that made me go ah I did like this part though because then when he turns around and then he sees the penguin, he's sitting there chewing on something. And then he looks at him and goes, oh, I think you wanted to say, ah. <laughs> and then he walks over and starts uh, schooling him on who he is and how he was born and all that. And But the Shrek is just basically like, all right, it, it's true. There is there is a penguin man in the sewer. But I liked how he when he, he broke it down to him, kind of basically like, look, um. Just let me out of here and all this. And then this is when Penguin broke down. Look, I know what you're doing uh, to this city. He went all, to all the little toxic toxic sludge that you're trying to hide. Yeah. He goes, yeah, it's coming down here. There's pools of it in the back. And then he was talking about all this little crazy shit that, that um, that's in uh, paper form. All this other bad stuff he's doing. And he's telling us, look, he goes, well, if I had some, if there was some such documents out there. Uh, I would have had him shredded and then he pulled him out and he goes, look, he goes, I got a lot of time and a lot of tape. He took all the shredded stuff that he found. He basically told him that, look, everything you throw away comes down here and I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so he had all this, this dirt on Shrek. Basically, look, I, I got you. So you either team up with me or I'm going to expose you. But then that's when Shrek came and you know what, Let, let's turn this thing around. Let's make it seem like you were a victim. Let's let's find your parents on why you were abandoned and everything. So Shrek had his wheel spinning. He wanted to basically just use him as a as a pawn in his rise to to power of Gotham. And so that's when he all that started to happen. So that that's when they came up uh, with a with a plan. They're like, look, we want people of Gotham to think you're a hero. And then that's when they're having another press conference. And the clowns come springing into action, and one of them steals the baby for the the mayor's baby, and then jumps down into the sewer. And then that's when they do the handoff, and uh, Penguin comes rising up in the Penguin uh, mobile or whatever the thing is, the little <laughs> rubber duck. Yeah, thing comes up, and then he comes up and he gives the 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 mayor his baby back, and then they're like, kind of like, oh, well, maybe you're not such a bad guy, so. That's how they brought him into the into the spotlight. He sprung into action when all the clowns came up at that burst uh, at that first little action scene. That's when Batman. I did like the scene though, uh, when he's sitting there at his desk and then the kind of lights up and then when he stands up, you got the uh, the bat signal on the wall. I liked how it when the uh, when Commissioner Gordon turned it on, it hit the the clouds and then. The reflection or whatever came down and hit all those other little things, those little uh, lightning rods or whatever on the roof that were there, kind of just shimmied around and then was able to shine into uh, Bruce Wayne's office. I liked all that that stuff, but 
Really quick, just just a little gripe nitpick. There's clearly had the bat signal things on, and it's not like they were hidden. Anyone that could have walked up to the house and right looked up and go, "Why is there bat signals on there?" But uh, yep. anyway, <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's a big, huge gate around there, no one, no one could see it. But anyway, so that's how Penguin comes into play, and he's basically trying to play the victim. Look, I just want to find out who my parents are. And why they abandoned me. So that's how he kind of got into everybody's heart. But deep down, we found we do find out that it's just deployed to uh, help uh, Shrek rise to power. And uh, Penguin found out all that. He was using him because that's when he turned on him, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, I mean, I'm like right at it now. There is the uh, Catwoman... Uh, Penguin, like I said, short alliance, the whole scene where they meet up and, uh, <laughs> I forgot, uh, DeVito's hands, the Penguin's hands, like when they put him together, he makes it perfectly. It looks like the, uh, he makes the bat shadow. Like it's almost like a bat signal on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, Zelina Kyle was, a. Uh... The, the receptionist or whatever for uh, Shrek. So she went back. She was supposed to have some kind of um, notes for the meeting when he, cause uh, when uh, Shrek was speaking, he didn't have his notes. Cause then he was like, what were my notes? And they go, uh, he goes, remind me to fire her when we get back. So then she went while the commotion, she did remember him cause she went home and then she went back to the office to try to help uh, figure out what she was going to do about those notes and everything. But while she was digging through everything, she started finding things that she shouldn't have in, in these files, basically all the dirt that Shrek is doing. So that was the reason why he killed her. So, cause she, she was like uh, just trying to play it off. Like, uh, I don't, I don't know anything. And, uh, I don't I don't know any of that, but she basically said she figured uh, everything out. She figured out his password and got into all the, the secret files that he had. So that's why he pushed her out of the window and just thinking that, that she had died. But no, that she fell. Was it the cats that brought her back to life? I don't know. That's what they're yeah, wanting us to think. <laughs> does appear that way. Um yeah, I'd say probably more than anything else from this film, probably its biggest cultural like moment is Catwoman and her suit. It lives on <laughs> both in, you know, Batman and things outside Batman. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I mean, I love Michelle Pfeiffer first of all. I mean, I fell in love with her when I first saw her in Greece too, and then we saw her in Scarface and everything. And then all the other films, uh, she has done. But when this one came out and I was like, all right, cool, Michelle Pfeiffer, I'm with it. But when she came on the screen as Catwoman, I was like, all right, I'm on board with this, with this version. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, we haven't, we haven't had any version like this. I mean, same thing, like you said, we haven't had a version like Penguin ever again, but for, for Selena Kyle, Catwoman, for her to just come back all, hot and sexy in this patent and leather suit and i loved her claws how she just took like uh needles and weird crazy sharp things and everything yeah. i liked I know, uh, that i know you love the og tv version the most but out of michelle pfeiffer 
Anne Hathaway or Zoe Kravitz, how do you rank those three, Catwoman? Michelle, Anne, and then Zoe. Oh, okay. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah. I, I like uh, I like Anne Hathaway. Zoe, she I could take her or leave her. Beautiful young woman, but I don't know. I didn't. She didn't really do nothing for me in that film. But who knows? Maybe she should do more on the next one. I hear right. they want to give her her own movie. I don't know about a movie. Maybe give her a show and have yeah. her character. Have her. I think you could. I think with a TV show, you can build her character a little more. Right. Yeah. For another movie, I think that's why they're doing this with um with uh, Penguin. Girl, yeah. Like we already know who he is, and we and we know he's capable of. But this version. They're going to give us uh, a series. I and mean, who knows? Maybe they'll give us flashbacks on how he became uh, who he is. But I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I think once she came into play and everything and she popped up in the scene and everybody was all, all into it. But when Batman finally uh, meets the Penguin, when, when everything all hell is breaking loose and then he, he breaks into action. I love that scene when, he, like, when him and Penguin are like face to face and they're standing there talking. And then here comes Catwoman, uh, cartwheeling into the <laughs> into the scene, and then she stops and it goes meow, and then the building yeah. behind him <laughs> blows up, and then they both kind of jump back, and then they turn. Batman turns around, and we see Penguin. And he goes, "I see her. I saw her first. And he gets <laughs> on his little his little um, steps on his little um, propeller uh, umbrella, and then he goes floating up into the sky. I thought that was really cool, <laughs> but. Um, so that that was pretty much the rest of the movie. Now we got the the three the three main the two main bad guys, and then we got Shrek in the back. I mean, Bruce Wayne knows who Shrek is, and he knows that he he's out there doing dirt. I think at that point he he couldn't prove it, so I don't know why he couldn't. He's Batman, but anyway, but it, it worked in this. And like I said before, this was mainly a about uh, Oswald Cobblepot and everything. Because there is there is a really tough scene when he finds when he goes to the cemetery and he finds the the graves of his his mom and his dad, but I mean because they were really pushing that. I mean this movie could have just been called Penguin, and then yeah, threw threw Batman and all them into it. Because if you really watch it and and count the minutes that Batman is on the screen, Penguin's in it. In my opinion, I could be wrong, everyone. It seemed no, like no, Penguin, Penguin was right. in it a, a lot more yeah. than Batman was. And I think what happened here, this was classic, uh, especially, you know, what Hollywood, this was obviously the first uh, big screen Batman, but this was like 100% a response. The first film was so huge, so so many people went to see it. It made so much money, so many viewings. This was a hundred percent. Like we have to make, you know, we need a second one. We need the sequel. So, you know, that's what happened here. And, uh, I would have loved for, uh, Keaton to, uh, to come back a, a third time, but, uh, wasn't to be for forever. But, uh, we're getting a- him on Friday or yep. Thursday. <laughs> Yeah, and from what I'm hearing, like he is the standout uh, from many different reviews, little mini reviews I've seen. Um, the biggest positive on the film I keep I keep seeing is uh, Keaton, so it's got me hyped. <laughs> it it's only because of of these films, and we haven't seen him in the cowl since when, when did this come out? Ninety two. That was the last time we saw him. 
So as the Cape Crusaders. So you guys do the math from ninety two to twenty twenty three. Thirty years, right? Yeah, man, and, and he's back. And I think it's to me, I think it's it's the right time for him to do it because they have been asking him. I mean, they asked him to do uh the the fourth and the fifth film, but it was like, nah, it, since Tim Burton wasn't doing it. Maybe he read the script and saw the direction they were going. And he was like, yeah, nah, I'm good. I think what I did was enough. And they, I know they kept trying to get him to come back and, and do more. I mean, same with same thing with Tim Burton. But the Tim Burton, like, nah, I did what I did what I wanted to do. So I mean, forever with is good, but forever the vibe completely changes. Obviously, it's not Burton, and it feels a lot lighter. It feels like more og tv inspiration is coming in and then all the way by the time we get to batman and robin like they that's obviously they had that completely in their mind that they wanted the uh the throwback vibes for that which it's funny because it didn't work it almost didn't work for anybody like the og people didn't like it the people that like new batman didn't like it so yeah it was just to me it was just oh excuse me it was just Schumacher on it and what he did. Not to say Joel Schumacher is is a bad director. He gave us the 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 most amazing, in my opinion, the best vampire film ever. He gave us Lost Boys. But um this one I mean Batman Forever, I liked it. I mean mainly because Jim Carrey was on a high. He was just just yeah. kicking it. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Bobby. I was like, him, him yeah. as Two Face, Harvey Dent. But he was to good. me out of everyone. Uh, yeah, I didn't think so. He was t- a little, he was a little too much for me. Only the only this is my reason for that saying that is because I'd seen Tommy Lee Jones in so many um, dramatic films and maybe one or two action type of films. But when he, he came in, the show. he was doing the TV show. That's what it felt like. That Two Face felt like he was out of the TV show. He wasn't even on the TV show. <laughs> that's what i'm saying like it had that vibe though it was it was real slapsticky because i think he had to compete with jim carrey right because jim carrey was awesome as the riddler i mean and they picked the right guy who knows i mean i did like uh this last guy that played the riddler i thought he did awesome but that was a different and more dark darker and deeper uh story than the the, the really that's what joel schumacher did he made those two films really colorful and i didn't like yeah. that and I, right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the sets that they did because even they, right. they jazzed up um, Gotham City. It wasn't all dark and gloomy yeah, like exactly. Tim Burton did. Yep. It, yep. There was a lot of neon and, and yep. lights and everything. Exactly. And even even that scene when the, it goes down the alley and everyone's got fluorescent paint on for some reason. But right. <laughs> I still love Batman Forever. I think that's my favorite out of these four. Um, but. I just I don't know. It was just there was some just some some of the things in that. I mean, I was just like, really, you're going this. And like I said before, if you guys listen to the last one, the Batmobile terrible. It was it was worse than this one. <laughs> so let me guess. Let me guess. You said Forever is your favorite of the four. So I'm guessing your your order would be Batman Forever, Batman Returns, and then Batman and Robin, right? Yeah, yeah, because. Yeah. Uh, the Batmobile, I don't know what he was trying to do. It looked, it just looked stupid. It looked like a big mess. At least this version was, I didn't like how the body, the frame looked, but it, it at least had guns and 
all kinds of stuff on it. That Batmobile and Batman Forever, it was just, I don't know what it was. It was just like a an electric nightmare. <laughs> but, <laughs> I did like the Batboat, though. I did like that thing. But anyway, back to Batman Returns. So when, when all the players are, are in place, uh, Catwoman is on the prowl. Uh, Max uh, Shrek is still doing his thing. Penguin found out who his, his parents were and all that now. Max was still trying to, Shrek was still trying to uh, use him as a pawn to get uh, what's going on. But then this is when we find out when uh, Bruce, uh, when Bruce Wayne finally meets Shrek uh, for a meeting and then Selena Kyle comes walking in and this is when Shrek realizes, oh shit, I didn't kill her. So, but, and then from there on forward, we see that uh, Shrek is still trying to take over Gotham. Uh, Bruce and Selena Kyle try to try to get something going on. They do have feelings for one another. I mean, like like Bruce Wayne does, the, the billion dollar playboy. He, he he does mention Vicky Vale, but she was like on the other side of the world or something, taking pictures of something, uh, what have you. But Vicky Vale, <sighs> Vicky Vale. Yeah, I hate Kim Basinger, I love you, but uh, no, Vicky Vale. Anyway. <laughs> my favorite movie Kim Basinger did if you guys seen that awesome uh, Bruce Willis classic comedy classic Blind Date oh man I love that movie that's hella funny uh, uh, Kim Basinger was awesome in that film but anyway um, Academy Award winner Kim Basinger for LA Confidential but yeah and I'm looking at more scene scenery shots in this one yeah again I still love the whole setting and yeah you can clearly see the streets were a lot wider for the Batmobile to spring into right. action. So, but yeah, so once they uh, try to do their plan, basically take over Gotham, and uh, when Oswald, uh, when Penguin was going to do his damage as well, this is when he got all his little animatronic uh, death penguins with the missiles and, and everything. <laughs> basically, and they're all, they were, they're, they're, other than trying to take over Gotham, their mission was to, to kill the Batman. So, um, that that uh, Trek didn't even have like a gang. It was just him and his son, but his son didn't do anything. It was mainly a uh, penguin and his uh, gang of clowns that were running around. So I mean, they they all moved into the uh, the mansion. They they moved out of the sewer, and they went into the the the, the cobblepot mansion. So they were all living there. Uh, I'm on the scene when uh, uh, Shrek goes up and he gives. Um, uh, the penguin, the the fish, and this yeah, part was that's... this part was gross. Even even back when I first saw it, I mean, but I'm it, saying obviously, that's what makes him that's it's so a... that's the trash man. He's so unique. I love that. And then, like I said, that leads into the biting the guy in the nose and he's got the blood in his mouth. Like I can't believe you don't like that part. No, <laughs> he's the the troll. Uh, you got to pay the troll toll to get into that boy's soul. Right. <laughs> so, I love that part. Was it the day man cometh or was it the night man cometh? Both. Okay. They did both. Yeah. Um, I mean, shout out to Danny DeVito, man. I mean, that was a real fish. Uh, it, I'm pretty sure it was raw because it, if it wasn't, whoever, shout out to the guys that did special effects because it just looked nasty and he's sitting there just chewing on it and uh, he goes downstairs. How the hell did they build this whole office? Because uh, uh, Shrek came up with the idea since everyone was already uh, in love 
with the uh, Oswald Cobblepot, he had he came up with this plan to uh, make him run for mayor, and everyone uh, was gonna just support him and everything, just because he's the the sad orphan story, and this this will uh, buy you. He basically bought his way into everyone's hearts anyway, so that's what they're saying. Look, man, this is the best thing for you, run for mayor, and then we'll take over uh, Gotham City, because like Shrek, he didn't he could care less. About the penguin, he was just using him to uh, further his gang in uh, in Gotham. So that's why he came up with this idea. But yeah, it's on that scene when he bites that guy's nose off. This guy's—I don't know this guy. I don't know this actor's name, but he's been in a ton of things. He's uh yeah, definitely a that guy. Uh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> speeding well, forward to the part where I'm at um, when. Uh, they hijack uh, the Batmobile, the penguin driving it reckless. It's almost like that idea from the future, the Nolan Batman trilogy. It's uh, uh, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain because he's making like the Batman like run people down in the Batmobile. <laughs> all right, that's all right. I mean, this part was cool. I did like it, but I'm like, all right, you got this beautiful clown woman or whatever she was. Um, Able to, well, I guess anyone, if you're smart enough and you're, you're tech savvy to get through anyone's security, she hacked the, the Batmobile yep. <laughs> and she, she was able to control it. Uh, well, that one dude made that little um, little device they stuck under it that was able to, yep. so they were able to, basically like a remote for the remote controls for them to control it. It's a little, uh, like a little circus ball or something that was... Obviously, you can clearly see, but if the Batmobile was that high tech, it should have alerted him. Hey, there's uh, some foreign object on here. You better get it off. Yeah. But I absolutely um, love too that he's in like a little like ride, little mini ride version himself. Like it looks like one of those rides outside like a a grocery store they used to have. That it's a little mini Batmobile that. Uh, uh, Cobblepot is driving around as he controls the Batmobile. And what's also interesting is both during that scene and earlier in the, the film with uh, Alfred, uh, this is 92, like 20 years before FaceTime. And he's, they, they've got FaceTime. <laughs> All right. I did like that little thing. I remember they did have those in front of like grocery stores or Chuck E. Cheese or what have you, those Batmobiles. Yeah. Um, awesome. <laughs> who had the time to make that? Right. <laughs> it was a exactly. perfect, perfect little replica of the Batmobile. <laughs> that It was funny, though. It worked for the scene when Danny yeah. DeVito was sitting in it and driving around and everything. I was they kind of must like, have oh. made it before the plan, like before he even came to the surface. It must have been part of the plan since then. <laughs> I was like, really? What the hell's happening here? But that scene was funny because I like how he just took over and he was driving all over town and crashing and shooting up everything because they made that. Yeah, made Batman become the villain. You live long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> they uh, they had that, that that little I think it was another celebration for what have you I can't remember what for, and um, they had all those bats in that Christmas tree, and then it kind of just started circling the crowd, and everybody was flipping out, and they kidnapped I don't know the the ice princess or whatever whoever that model was, uh, and they um 
they had her tied up in a I don't know some some building up in the attic or whatever. So Batman shows up. And he's about to rescue her, but then Catwoman springs into action, and she's already teamed. She by this time she had teamed up with uh, Penguin. So. Yeah, um, but then he betrayed her, and whatever she went off the roof again, and it was like the same thing that happened with Shrek, and it was like, uh, "This is what happens with me and guys" type thing. Because <laughs> the Catwoman took her up to the roof. Meanwhile, while this is all happening, this is when they go and put that little thing remote on the bottom of the, of the Batmobile. Um, he goes up to Batman. Goes up to the roof. Uh, there's whoever this lady is, Ice Princess. That's just what I'm calling her. Everyone. Uh, she's standing on the edge, which I would have fell off because I'm scared of heights, and I don't think I would have been able to even just stand on that ledge. He goes up there. He's basically trying to tell her to move. Penguin springs into action. He has a, a umbrella. When he throws it, it stabs into the ground. All these bats come flying out of the umbrella. And then she goes falling off the roof and ah! But when everyone looks up, they see Batman standing there looking down and someone yells, Batman pushed her! As yep. she go, oh no, this, I, I jumped ahead. She goes falling down and when she lands onto this present, actually, basically, I'm sure she killed herself. It triggers off all the bats. That's when they all come flying out of the, out of the Christmas tree. Uh, Commissioner Gordon and the police all run upstairs. And they see they bust in and just start shooting at Batman and they shoot him off off the roof and then he goes falling down. And this is when we get that classic scene of uh, Catwoman and I don't care who you are. Everybody wants uh, Michelle Pfeiffer dressed up as a Catwoman to do this to her. <laughs> She's talking to him and then she licks his chin, a little bit of his lips and then up on his, uh, his on the cowl of the nose. <laughs> so... Because they're uh, sitting under um, mistletoe, so but I remember when I first saw the scene, I was sitting there with my little brothers, and I was like, "Okay, this this is the way we're going." But I don't know if it was in the script or if it, it was just off the cuff. But it's a classic scene, and shout out to Michelle Pfeiffer and <laughs> and uh, Michael Keaton for doing this, because I think out of everything. In this film, that's what I remembered the most. Because right. this scene, they 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 really were hyping it up. Yeah. But um, Batman and Catwoman didn't know each other yet. They didn't they didn't know who whose secret identity it was. Um, but yeah, after he pushes uh, Catwoman off, she kind of spikes him in the ribs with one of her her little finger things. I didn't like this part. All right. It would have been better if you had just jumped off the roof and just kind of held his 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 cape and, and glided down. It's got like this frame. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got ha- handles. And then he goes flying down. I mean, it looks neat when he's flying, but I was just like, really? You're <laughs> carrying all that around on there? That's why I liked um, in uh, um, Batman Begins when he was able to, with his little cape thing and that little magic shit that uh, Morgan Freeman made for him. It was able to form into any any shape, so he wasn't able to glide down with it. I thought that was neat. But anyway. Uh, so everyone everyone thinks Batman's a murderer. He murdered the Ice Princess or whatever her name is. Um, this is when we get some uh, some double crossing 
because uh, the penguin he turns on Catwoman and then yep. pushes her off the the roof right. of the building, and which then, obviously echoes what Shrek did and her reaction. Ah! Yeah, so she goes. She, she kind of. No, he didn't push her off. He got his um, one of his little magic umbrellas and uh, yeah. kind of ho- hooked it around ah. her neck, and yeah. then it just like a little helicopter took her away. So then he's uh, he knew that he, he double crossed her, and he goes, "I don't need you." <laughs> so I assume he just uh, thought he killed her, but she didn't. She kind of floated away and got away. But so penguins uh, double crossing. He still didn't get double crossed by uh, Shrek yet, but this is when. Batman comes gliding in. You can clearly see the wires. And uh, he gets in his Batmobile, and then all hell breaks loose when the Penguin takes over. <laughs> and we get that awesome scene of him uh, driving around controlling the Batmobile. This is probably the most Batmail, Batmobile action we got with this. This is this. I think that's why they they probably redesigned it. Like, look, yeah. it, this, it's got to do this <laughs> instead of just going straight. So, because yeah, it was it was taking turns and and yeah, this little bat mini Batmobile that he's riding around in with a TV screen on it. And I don't know if you've seen the memes that they're little graphic memes about this with the penguin. It's funny though. I won't say what they are. Look them up. <laughs> but um, this bar was cool though, because yeah, the Batmobile was uh, in action. It was knocking police cars, shooting things, and and, and all that. Uh, that this scene was pretty cool. I liked it. Um. Oh, this is, he's stuck in a uh, a CD, and I, I don't know for what, but he he was able to find the uh, the little things that uh, were controlling the Batmobile because he was just start, starting to pull wires, trying to get control of it and everything. He's he mobbing down the street, just I'm like, how narrow are these streets? Because some of these streets with with there's the cars are parked on it, but he's just. I don't know. The Batmobile was pretty wide. If you guys have seen one, uh, the replicas that people have, it was pretty wide and it was just mowing down the street, taking everyone out. I don't know what kind of uh, metal or whatever this is for in this film, in this in the movie. It, I know it's fiberglass, but in this able to just push cars out of the way. I thought that was really cool. So, yeah, that was uh, that scene when he does get control. um of the Batmobile, and then he, he gets back into action. Um, they go and figure out uh, more stuff on what's what's happening. Penguin is he is still trying to uh, take over, and he's still trying to do the whole mayor thing. But uh, to jump forward, uh, when he he does his plan, he um, he because when Batman meets him. Batman says all kinds of crazy or Penguin says all kinds of crazy things on what he's going to do and what he really thinks about Gotham and what he thinks about the people uh, that live there. So it's pretty uh, great though, how they use that. (laughs) It looked like he's saying all the the crazy stuff to the crowd. Yeah. Penguin's up there saying his speeches and everything. Uh, Bruce and Alfred are back at uh, Wayne Manor and they, uh, they kind of, break into the feed to get through the uh, over to the loudspeakers and everything. So when Penguin's starting to talk, they play uh, the little CD version of him talking. I think that's why he stuck that CD in, in the in the Batmobile to record it all. Because I was thinking, when did he record this? I just It's just yeah. now coming to me, everyone. So when he's up there, that's when he plays uh, 
the uh, the message that he said, yeah, talking shit about Gotham and everybody and everyone turns on him. Boo, boo. And they just, they don't want nothing to do and they start throwing stuff at him. But I did like how Bruce Wayne was scratching on the CD, on the little, the bat CD player. Why did it have to have a little bat emblem right now? I didn't make the movie. But, but if, if they would have sold CD players like that, like this one, now, I've seen Batman CD players, but one like this, I would have bought it. But um, yeah, yeah, Penguin realized what was going on. He did realize that uh, Shrek was a was a crook. So he, we well, already knew he was a crook, but he knew he just couldn't trust him because he he uh, captured him and he was holding him hostage. And uh, we we did get in a more Batmobile or Bat vehicles. This um, I don't want to call it a Bat sub. It, it was kind of like a little Bat boat type of thing because when he's Rolling through the um, the sewers when he's trying to get to, to Penguin because Penguin left Oswald Manor and then they are Cobblepot Manor when he w- he went back down into the sewers and this is when he armed up all his penguins and like I said they used the, they had a good uh, amount of live action penguins which they mounted some missiles and everything on and then you can clearly see which are the um, the animatronic ones. And there were some penguin suits, the big ones, with actual people inside waddling around in them. And they loaded up all the missiles, basically going to destroy Gotham, I assume. Because they, they even go after uh, Batman when he's hauling ass down in the sewers in the little bats uh, boat or whatever. Those all still go chasing him. They kind of take him out a minute because then he comes crashing uh, onto the scene. But... Um, they or they think uh, what's her name's dead? Catwoman's dead because when all the uh, the penguins they really geared up them because they all, they had like little uh, helmets with little uh, antennas so they was basically controlling them all and um, that that's when they were gonna go and destroy everything because uh, what peng what penguin and everyone's down in the sewer his little mistress lady tech woman she was um, kind of saying. Uh, giving them the play-by-play on where the penguins were. But Alfred was able to get in there, break up that signal, and release the penguins to to not be controlled for them to go back to um, the penguins' lair. Where were they? Were They they were under a, a zoo, right? Yeah. The, under, under the ice, ice Gotham part, or I don't know what it was called. They, they, it was said right on there. It was basically where all the penguins were and everything. So that's where he was at. But they all come back and everything, and they're not really sure on what's happening. Uh, Shrek is still trying to get out of jail, but Batman comes crashing in uh, to try to save the day. Um, the penguin, he jumps in his little rubber duck boat, and he doesn't he doesn't get very far <laughs> in that thing. I'm just kind of fast-forwarding everyone. But the... The uh, once Batman goes crashing into the little ice world, the um, the penguins do launch off some missiles and they kind of just destroy everything. Batman fights a uh, penguin for a little bit, but doesn't really get into much of it because Batman just whoops his ass. <laughs> but he's um he's got the little controller for the um the penguins because he was able to control them since Alfred and him hacked. Uh, through the little radio control, he was able to control the penguins, and they they all turned on um, on the penguin because then that's when they launched off all their missiles. Okay, it was called Arctic World. 
But since uh, Penguin found out, he was all mad. He's swinging uh, his uh, penguin, his uh, penguin, his umbrella that had a, a knife on it. So he's starting to fight Batman, and then Batman just basically swats him, uh, swats him away. Penguin grabs a controller. He presses the button, and this is when all the missiles start launching. So he basically killed his own self. But while with that, uh, the bats are released out of a little bat sub boat or whatever, and they they circle around the penguin. He goes falling backwards and crashes through uh, this window, and then he falls into his little lower layer into the water. But by this time, the whole little place, the zoo is basically getting the zoo is getting destroyed by all these penguin missiles because they all come flying in. But uh, Selena Kyle comes swinging in action, and uh, this is when Shrek finds out who Catwoman is because she because when she comes onto the scene, she doesn't have her mask on because she's all beat up. But then this is when she's like telling him like, "Look, this is when she tells him, look like you guys killed me before. He killed me once, you killed me once, and then so did you." But she was uh, still trying to like. No, she didn't get shot yet. She was just trying. She just wanted to go after Shrek for him trying to kill her twice. So, but when uh, Batman starts talking, they're like, "Come on, you and I are the same. We're both, we're both hiding, hiding or whatever." But come on, let's uh, let's let's be together. Basically, that's what Batman was saying. Then he gets his cowl and, and tears it off. All right, I had a problem with this. It would tear off that easy, but. I don't know. I didn't make the movie. Because when he tears off his cowl, uh, just super easy. And the other thing apart, this, this is a nitpick, everyone. You see Batman's eyes are black from the black paint. But when he pulls the cowl off, all the paint is gone. I'm like, oh, come on. But anyway. Um, so this is when Selena Kyle finds out that he is he is Batman. Or Bruce Wayne. Batman is Bruce Wayne. As well as Shrek. And then Shrek uh, pulls out his gun and says he's the one that killed Batman. And he blasts uh, Batman and he falls down. And then Selena Kyle starts going towards Shrek. And then he just starts unloading on her, saying that she has nine lives. But you have already used, I don't know how many of them. But then when he starts shooting at her, he runs out of bullets. And then she um, gets the uh, the stun gun that she uh, took off of uh, one of Penguin's guys in the beginning of the film. She goes up to uh, Shrek and gives him a kiss. But then when she does that, she grabs one of those little electric uh, wires that are hooked up to this big old thing that's behind Shrek. And she kisses him and then gives him a jolt of the the stun gun. And then things blow up. Flames go everywhere. Electricity is everywhere. And then Batman kind of goes over there. Starts moving things around. And then when he moves uh, one of these big pieces of metal, he sees Shrek there and he's he's basically toasted and he got roasted and he's dead. So while he's standing there, he's standing there looking at him like, oh, fuck. And Penguin, or, uh, Penguin, Catwoman is gone. So he's like, oh, man, he's looking around. But this part was pretty awesome, though. I did like this scene. The camera goes to the water and you see the, the penguin rise out of the water it's a really cool scene he just head comes up first black blood or whatever it looked like ink coming out of his mouth and his nose and he just comes waddling over 
to uh, Batman and he's making this crazy sound. I didn't like how his hands looked. They looked they looked weird. They had like a thumb, a pointer finger, and then the other three were all connected. And it basically looked like a fin. <laughs> so when he, he's, he's waddling over, he grabs one of his um, umbrellas and he's getting ready to shoot uh Batman with it, and when he opens it, it's just one of the little gag ones with the little spirals and these little things hanging off it. And then he's like, "What the hell did he say before he before he died?" Uh, then he wanted a cool drink of water. I think he said, "Ah, just my luck. I grabbed one of the, I picked a cute one." And then that's All when right. he 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 kind of starts uh, gagging, and he walks over and goes, oh, "What I need is a cool drink." And then he falls, yeah, yeah, falls to the ground, and then just dies. This part was pretty sad, though, because the, we, when he's laying there face down, we see um, the penguins come uh, marching out from the side, and they give him uh, a nice death, uh, sending off. They grab him, they pick him yeah. up. I don't know how they picked him up with their fins, but okay. And then they carry him down into the water, and then he just he just sinks. So. That's the end of Penguin. That's the end of Shrek. Uh, we assume Catwoman is dead. Gotham is safe again. Bruce Wayne is kind of just riding around uh, Gotham City, him and Alfred, and he looks out and he sees out of one of the windows, he sees uh, the silhouette of Catwoman like crawling along. So he has Alfred stop and he jumps out and looks and he doesn't find anything. So he's like, oh, well, all right, well, let's, let's go home. So the camera starts going up. Overall, the the up up the buildings of Gotham City, and this is when we see um, the bat signal. So I I don't know what was happening. Something important for them to to need Batman, and I'm like, did did he just save the world from everyone? Killed the penguin and everyone? Uh, I don't know. I didn't make the movie, <laughs> so but this was a cool scene. I did like it. How the camera goes up, we see the bat signal. And then from below the screen, we see the Catwoman kind of just stand up. We see the back of her head. And that's your movie. So, but um, again, it might sound like I'm bashing it. And I am in a way. This this (laughs) isn't uh, this. If you guys listen to the last one, you already know on my feelings on this whole thing. But we never did get any more. We got well, I've always had the issue of them killing off these bad guys. I didn't. I didn't like how they did that. I didn't like how they killed off the Joker. I didn't like how they killed off oh, yeah, the Penguin. Oh, too. Yeah. So, but I was glad that Catwoman was still alive. Maybe she's on that ninth life. Um, but we just never saw any more uh, from them because, like we said, Tim Burton just, I'm good. I don't want to do any more. So, and, well, I, uh, my, I wish we would have got the third one. I definitely would have been interested to see his take on Riddler and Two-Face. And yeah, we were just talking about Jim Carrey is obviously awesome. And I thought Tommy Lee Jones was interesting, but it also would have been cool to see the trilogy, like the Keaton Burton trilogy, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Well, who knows? We'll see how this one, maybe Tim Burton's mind will change. I'm sure he already saw the flash already. Um, so who knows? Maybe he'll might will change. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what the last Tim Burton movie was, but uh, 
But this movie was a had a budget of fifty to eighty million, more probably more close to eighty million with all the special effects and everything they did, and all the costumes. Um, and a boxed office. I assume this is worldwide. Or maybe it might just be here in uh, in America. Uh, $266.8 million. So it way made over its uh, its budget. So I don't know. We didn't we didn't get any more from uh, Tim Burton or, or Michael Keaton. We're getting Michael Keaton uh, this, this week, this weekend. So we'll see. But because Batman Forever came out. Uh, when was that one? 95. Yeah, 95, and then Batman and Robin came out in 97. So, just for shits and giggles, how much was that one? Uh, whoa, the budget for that one was $100 million, and it made $336.6 million Like I said, one. I'm pretty sure the soundtrack definitely helped that one. Like, that was so, it was so weird, actually, like I said. Like, and obviously, I was keyed in uh, you know prime time for me to be in uh, warehouse records tower records all the places and yeah not only getting the full soundtrack but yeah the singles you know <laughs> batman and batman and robin was it says 125 to 160 million um i don't know how much they paid arnold i'm sure he's the one that got the biggest check um but at boxed office it, it made over its budget, but not by much. Two hundred thirty-eight million. So, what killed the dinosaurs? Ice Age. <laughs> the part. I, don't get me wrong. I love Arnold. Do check out that new Arnold documentary that's on uh, Netflix. Uh, I'm a few episodes in. Um, but <laughs> the part I hate it, but it, it's the only line that ever pops into my head is when he comes into the party. Everybody cool chill, chill. I'm like, oh, <laughs> come on, Arnold. What were you thinking? I mean, let's <laughs> pick some ice. Mr. Freeze. Just, hey, man, he did what he was paid to do. He wore what he was supposed to wear. I did not like Uma as Poison Ivy. I thought she looked stupid. Bane. Oh, I love the way Bane looked because he looked uh, like yeah. he did in the books, oh, but they made yeah. him all stupid. Uh, Alicia Silverstone, uh, I love you. Uh, she's bad girl uh, in my eyes. Um, but uh, Christopher, uh, not Christopher. Um, what the hell is his name? Um, Robin. Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. I thought they picked a good guy to be Robin. Yeah. Uh, George Clooney, he's getting that check. He didn't care. It wasn't his fault that the movie flopped. It just. I saw this one at the Green Bay Dollar Theater, and I was falling. <laughs> I was falling asleep on how bad this movie was. Actually, In this universe, there's only one absolute. Everything freezes. You know, you must know this more than me. You know what, everyone? We'll <laughs> eventually get to Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. <laughs> Uh, but not anytime soon. We'll get there, everyone. <laughs> Might the, as well. Arnold's just the king of one-liners. Obviously, for me, nothing tops uh, Commando when it comes to his one-liners. That's my favorite. But he does it in every single film. You know. I mean, he was going for it, and we're, we got we're going to rewind this one as well. Uh, you know, maybe we'll do a um, a commentary. Um, the Running Man. <laughs> Running oh, man. man. Every other line was a one-liner in that one. 
Oh man, that it was man nothing, is going it, to melt the ice when freeze appears in the magnifying glass of the telescope. Tonight's forecast: a freeze is coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tonight, yeah, will, hell freezes over. <laughs> we'll get there when we when we get there, everyone. No, no time, no time soon. I mean, but right, right. Um, right. yeah, yeah. Arnold, I love you, man. But come on, <laughs> <laughs> you out of anything, Batman and Robin. Um, I guess it's a collectible. The only thing I have is the uh, the Batgirl cup. I don't know if it was Burger King or Taco Bell. I can't remember. Um, I, I, it's on my shelf. I, I could see it, but I can't see where, where, where I got it from. But I remember when that came out, I mean, I had, I wanted the, the shirt with, um, cat or Catwoman, Batwoman or Batgirl, Alicia Silverstone. I wanted that one. I had the poster. I don't know what I did with it. I think I could find another one on eBay or something. I think I had all my memorabilia for Batman and Robin. That's the only thing I wanted. Was the Batgirl cup at wherever fast food franchise I bought it from? I remember, I remember telling the girl I was. I ordered a drink. I said, "Um, do you have the Batgirl cup?" And she was like, "Uh, I know we have it. I made her unstack like a couple stacks <laughs> to find it." And she, I was, I was like, "You know what? You don't have." To. She goes, "No, no, no. You want it?" Uh, I was like, I tried to tip her too. You know what? Can here is. She was like, "No, we can't take tips." I was like, oh. Oh, "All right." I should have just left it on the counter and walked away, yeah, but she, she yeah. did. I don't remember her name. She did all that work and got me that Batgirl cup. Never used. I said, no, I don't want any drink in it. I just want the cup. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so I have it lit and all. It's on my shelf. That's the only Batman and Robin memorabilia I have. I was it worth anything? Probably not. But anyway, but yeah, we'll uh, come back later on, everyone, with uh, ESP Rewinds for Batman Forever and Batman Forever. and Robin. Might as well. Um, Might yeah, as well. We, we, we're halfway. <laughs> we might as well. But and now we're we'll, like talked ourselves into it, both the soundtrack and then obviously Arnold and everything. One thing I uh, didn't want to forget while uh, it's on screen for me is uh, I'd love to see them do a pop of uh, like battle damaged uh, Catwoman where her like half the mask is gone and the hair is all flowing out the back. That'd be a really cool pop. Why don't they make one for uh, Shrek? I mean, they make pops they did for everything. Yeah, yeah. They give him. They one. need a, They definitely could use another returns wave. And I guess in turn they could do a um, torn rip because uh, Keaton rips his back cowl like the plastic. They could do like that version too. They, could, found- they could just flat out do. Uh, and now I'm seeing it too, like her hair completely all crazy and exposed too. Like even without the mask would be cool. <laughs> Have you found a Batman? Um, Michael Keaton Batman for the Flash figure? Um, I ordered the, I think it's an Entertainment Earth exclusive version of him from that where it's him uh unmasked so it's like the gray-haired bat no i want the one with he's when he's got the cow one yeah i see the um i'm on ebay i can see the one the the entertainment earth one the yeah these are, McFarl- these are mcfarlane ones too hmm. 
Well, this one is. I don't know about the other one I want, but. All right, everyone. We're going to veer off into a collective. Right. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone, thank you so much for listening to our first uh, ESP Rewind with Batman uh, 89 to, was it, 92? Uh, Batman Returns, the, the two Tim Burton films. Like I said, we wanted to get these out before uh, the new Flash movie. And uh, as soon as that one comes out, uh, we might just do a regular just one ESP at the movies for that one because I'm sure there's going to be a lot. We got we got to unwind, uh, unpack in that one as well as uh, everything. Because if we do that on the show, then it turns into a ten hour show, and we need to kind of <laughs> lay off those three hour shows. But anyway, yeah. everyone, uh, thank you so much for listening. Please go down below, follow all the links to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Oh, speaking of TikTok, if you haven't seen it already, go over to our TikTok page, and I believe I put it on the Magnez um, Instagram. Uh, page as well uh, i got made a quick little video on my shout out to my son eric for graduating class of 2023 at last in high school uh his music teacher the the dragon slayer aka coach ben wade um i got a quick little video of him and he is hyped and ready to do uh to be a member of the east society once we get uh sit down with him so that's coming because i know some of you doubted me that we were going to get him. But that was the video proof. He was there, and he is ready to do it. Uh, every time I see him, I'm ready, man, I'm ready. And I'm sure he goes, he's got a lot of stories. That might be a maybe two, maybe three-parter because he goes, I got, I got a lot to say. And from what my son says, he loves talking about survivors. So hopefully we can get that really soon with you. But with that, everyone, again, follow all the links below. Get a T-shirt from T Public and everything and all that. And we shall see you. On the flip-flop, when we come back with uh, ESP at the movies with uh, The Flash. Is it called? Ju- is it just The Flash or is it called something? Yeah. No, okay. it's just Flash. Yeah. All right. So will we get more of that? I don't know. We'll see. We'll let you know after we see it. And I'm sure you guys will know as well. But with that, again, every link's down below to everything. Thank you so much for listening to these uh, two ESP uh, rewinds and everything. we got another full episode coming really soon. So... But with that, be safe out there. Come back next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. (laughs) And we'll see you then. So until then, party on. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time. Have fun. Be safe. And we'll see you next time, society. I'm here. I'm ready to